This episode of the Yankee Death Star is brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief. Welcome to another episode of the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave and I'm with Mark today. Mark, how are you doing today? Man, we had won six games in a row. We took a day off. We lost that momentum and we lost today. Six to two to the Blue Jays. How do you think I'm doing, Dave? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't blame you right now. It was pretty um, painful to watch for sure. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great things that happen. And since we try to stay positive on this uh, podcast, we will be bringing those positive things that we saw today up. So here we go. One of the things I want to address is what happened in, um, after the third inning. Um, obviously, Kluber was not himself today. He walked three of the first nine batters that he faced, uh, gave up a home run, and gave up two hits. Uh, he did not look comfortable tonight. Um, today. I kept on seeing him squirm and make faces. Obviously, he made a face when he gave up a home run, but there was just something that was off today. So after the third inning, uh, they pulled him and uh, what they're calling a tightness to his shoulder. I watched him go into the dugout and I watched him go right back into the locker room. He knew something wasn't right. Instead of trying to go through and, and fix it out, he recognized it's early in the season. So let's just see what, what it is and what's wrong. Hopefully it's nothing serious, but obviously Mark and I will be keeping a very, very close eye on that. Yeah, man, his last start, he got a major, major um, no-hitter basically one walk away from a perfect game and so today when he wasn't anywhere near that at first it seemed like he might have been kind of trying to press to you know come out and pitch another no hitter or something but then it kind of appeared that it wasn't really that it was more just he he didn't have control he was struggling you know yeah mark you're right and, and Kluber being that he is a dependable pitcher and winning two Cy Young Awards is, is not good to be able to see when he struggles like this. Um, hopefully everything will be okay. He only threw 58 pitches. Uh, like I said, he had trouble with his command. Uh, 31 of his 58 pitches were uh, not strikes. Obviously, that's not a good way to go. Uh, then we saw Michael King come in for three innings. Uh, he stepped up in a big way. He allowed six hits, only one run. Uh, one walk, three strikeouts. That one run he gave up was a home run. Uh, that is unfortunate, but King is looking really, really good. I'm really impressed with the way he is pitching right now. Yeah, going back to what our other co-host Matt says, you know, King was his favorite um, young prospect on the pitching staff. You know, he obviously loved Luizica, but you know, seeing what King was able to do with three innings was pretty impressive. Obviously, you don't love those six hits, but only one run, that's not bad. Yeah, it's really not, especially if you go to the next guy who's been really, really, uh, I would say, one of our more consistent bullpen pitchers this season. Uh, Lugit had it off night tonight, one inning, three hits, two runs, uh, two strikeouts, just not a, I mean, all in all, not a good uh, way of going about it, especially with the fact we were only down to three uh, at that point. Obviously, giving up two runs there in the seventh inning is not the way you want to go. Um, but again, it's just the way it is sometimes with uh, bullpen pitchers. So yeah, after Kluber 
you know, stepped out of the game because of his tightness in his shoulder. Um, you know, we were able to get through the game, but our offense wasn't clicking, so it wasn't really much of a game. We were we tried getting into it. We we seemed like we were going to put on a rally at a couple different points, but it never really amounted to anything. Yeah, man, we, we got a couple guys to step up and get hits today, but the reality is we only had seven hits, only ten guys on base uh, tonight. Um, here is the guys that got the hit. Voight got another hit leading off today. Great job by Voight. Judge got another hit. Urshela got a hit. Um, our seven and eight hitters, Frazier and Higgy, they both got two hits each. Unbelievable job. Higgy got an RBI, the only RBI of the game. Uh, because the other one was off a error in outfield, so we were able to get a run off of that. So that doesn't count for an RBI, but Higgy's hit was massive. I told Mark that Frazier has had multiple multi-hit games in his career, but this is another really big one, especially going back-to-back -back, um, big um, hits. Five hits in the last two games. What a job by uh, Frazier. I know he was frustrated with his last at-bat. He could have done better. But the reality is, is that he hustled around the bases to get a run after the error was done. This is an amazing job by Frazier tonight. I get really jacked up because he's swinging that bat the exact way we need him to swing the bat. Yeah, and we've been looking for any sign that Frazier was about to come out of his slump for a little while now. And it seems like we're starting to see that. Obviously, he's not satisfied with his production at this point because he's, you know, he's a good um, batter and he really has a lot of confidence and a lot high expectations from himself. So even though he got a couple of hits today, three hits yesterday or last game, um, you know, we feel good about that, but I'm, I'm sure he's still, you know, looking at what he could do better. Yeah, man. And before we go ahead and talk about what happened in the game and where we got our RBIs and everything else like that, I want to bring up that Judge is the only player, uh, Judge has played the most games out of all the Yankees this year. He has played in 45 of the 48 games that we have had. Um, that's big time. Um, I, I feel like Judge has really stepped up in a big way. Uh, a lot of the games that he's been playing has been DH. I say a lot. I think the he played four, three or four DH games in a row. So he has a, a number of DH games under his belt. But... I like the fact that we're using him in, as a DH, as a rest days, because he really needs to continue in the flow of things. He's doing great things right now, and I'm really excited about the way that Judge is swinging the bat. So let's go ahead and get to the game and talk about the plays that happened in this game that uh, were scoring plays for us and against us. Uh, the first one, like Mark said, is uh, was in the top of the um, the the third, and this is uh, Vla Vladimir. Uh, 16th home run. I mean, this was a massive, massive home run, and it started off to two to nothing at the t on the top of the third inning right here. Yeah, Guerrero Jr. is a hell of a player, and he's really you know given it to us a few times already this year. But today, two run home run, top of the third. It really put us in a spot where we were playing catch up for the rest of the day. It, you know, we talked a little bit about what Kluber. You know what's going on with him a little bit, and I have to think that Kluber's struggles really had a lot to do with Guerrero's home run there. Yeah, dude, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> Especially with uh, as well as he pitched in the game before, and then walking three batters in the first nine guys, and then giving up this home run. I hope that's what we're talking about. I hope that he just decided he didn't feel like he was on on target with things weren't right, 
And instead of going out there and throwing out some bad innings, he decided to go in and try to figure out what's wrong with his arm. Obviously, we're not experts in any stretch of the imagination with these things, but we can at least hope that this is not a serious thing that's going on and that he'll be back uh, after a short rest, ready to pitch and ready to go again. Yeah, man, I couldn't have been more excited about Kluber after his last start. And this start, you know, is kind of a little bit of a cooler you know we're, we're sitting here thinking you know hopefully he's he's healthy and he can you know get back and and bring back what he had earlier in the season I have a lot of confidence in him but in the end um, everything we ever say about these players always comes with the contingency of if they stay healthy and that's what we're we have our fingers crossed right now really hoping that Kluber is feeling good and can get back out there and continue to pitch at the level that we're used to Obviously, there's going to be days where you know things don't go right, and there's a big difference between one of those days and a day where you get hurt. And we're just really hoping that this is just a day that things weren't going right. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, Mats was on the mound today. He was one of those prospects that the Blue Jays were really excited about when they won the the World Series. Obviously, uh, he is having uh, troubles off and on, but man, he was on fire tonight. Ten strikeouts in the first inning, he struck out the side. Second inning, picked up two more strikeouts. And the third inning, got two more. He's outstanding. Uh, I was really impressed with the way that he pitched tonight. Uh, Great job by him. Uh, Great uh, um, job by the catcher to recognize who was at the plate um, and calming their young uh, pitcher down. Top of the seventh, they were able to tack on two more. And in the seventh, we were able to get, like I said, Higgy to get that uh, uh, RBI, the only RBI of the night, and the line drive left field, and Clint Fraser scores on that. Uh, they picked up one more run in the top of the ninth uh, off of a Grincheck home run. That is his ninth of the year. Uh, and then Kyle Higgyashu, Higgyashu steps up in the ninth inning and gets a double. We were able to pick up a second run here because of a fielding error. I felt like that was Frazier that scored on the fielding error. It was not. It was Ordor. That is my fault. So Higgy gets up really two massive hits, uh, one of which was an RBI. The other one was a fielding error. It should be an RBI, but it is not. So great job by Higgy tonight uh, and stepping up in the seventh and the ninth inning for us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when... Nothing was going for us. He was, you know, a bright spot for us. And in the end, you know, if you don't get the win, it doesn't really matter. And I'm sure that he's not really celebrating his two hits. But in the end, we needed a little bit of offensive production so that we didn't get shut out. And he's the one who provided it for us. Yeah, he really did. Uh, Higgy continues to impress. I really get stoked that Higgy is playing so well because he makes it really difficult for Sanchez to catch. Obviously, when Kluber throws, Higgy's going to catch. And when Cole throws, Higgy's going to catch. But the reality is, is Higgy is playing well enough to be a starter for most teams in the major leagues right now. So I expect this is going to continue to change and continue to get better for him because there's no way in the world Boone doesn't recognize the value that Higgy brings. Let's talk about tomorrow in the game that we have. Obviously, it's going to be in the Bronx, uh, 705 Eastern. Uh, Domingo Herman is going to be on the mound 4.2 or a 4.2, 4-2 with a 3.05 ERA, 42 strikeouts, and of course the last time that he was up seven innings of scoreless baseball. Great job by him, unbelievable job by this pitching staff, but really a great job uh, with Herman understanding where he needs to be on. On the mound for the Blue Jays tomorrow is Alec 
uh, Manoa. He is supposedly the next best thing for the Toronto Blue Jays. There is a lot of hype with this. A lot of people from uh, Toronto fans are supposed to be making the game tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be really interesting because if there is the hype that this guy is right here, it is going to be insane. He dominated the Yankees in spring ball. I watched this game. It was intense. He had insane heavy, heavy fastball going on there. He threw a slider that was in, in, in truly insane. Yes, we are talking about uh, uh, spring baseball and not uh, Yankee Stadium when the season's going. So obviously things will be different for him. But he is going to be exciting to watch. I'm excited to see how this team does and really gets at it. Herman is going to do great tomorrow. This is going to be a fun rest of the series starting tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when we came into the series, I was excited about facing the Blue Jays again because last time we faced them, we really struggled, and I felt like we had really progressed and we were a different team than we were. But after today, I'm like, shit, man, we're facing the Blue Jays again. We got to come out and, and get them. And they've, they've really you know punished us. They've got a really good young core, and it seems like they play their best baseball against us. So we need to come out and play our best baseball against them and beat them. Yeah, and we are standing a game behind Tampa and half a game behind Boston in the standings. We are going to get some um, wins right here. Um, I love our run di um, differential. Differential is going up. We are now plus 20. That's huge. Uh, obviously, the more runs we can get, the better that will be for that. Um Toronto is 31 plus 31, Boston's plus 45, and Tampa Bay is plus 49. So obviously, we're not doing great comparatively to the rest of the guys in the division. Minus Baltimore, that is negative 55 right now. So I was wrong on Baltimore. I said I didn't feel like this was going to be another 100-loss season. But obviously, they're proving me wrong in a big way right now. Baltimore sucks ass, and I can't wait to play them again because we have like 19 games against them, 20 games against them this season. So it's going to be fun to whoop ass against Baltimore as many times as we play them. So Toronto, obviously, we want to win tomorrow. Uh, but the reality is is that this team is, is, is playing at a very high level. Six wins in a row with one loss. Hey, I'll take it all day long. Yeah, man. And right now, I'm just going to say it. Go Braves. They're playing the Red Sox right now. Anybody playing the Red Sox, I'm behind. So at this point... I'm cheering for the Braves to kick their ass so that we can pass the Braves right now. I mean, the Red Sox right now, because, man, fuck the Red Sox. Yeah, man, seriously. And and our friend, uh, one of our really good friends, Adam, he is in Oklahoma right now listening to our podcast. So shout out to Adam. But he is a big, big uh, um, Braves fan. And I know for a fact that he hates Boston as much as us, even though we went to a Yankees in Boston game at Fenway Park. A uh, number of years ago, I want to say it was like something like 12 or 14 years ago. And um, I was a proud man of wearing a Yankees hat. Uh, Gary Sheffield hit a uh, home run in that game. And I stood up and I clapped like an idiot because we were down by 10 points at that point. And that is the moment that I felt a lot of cold drinks, a lot of uh, uh, shoes were thrown at me. I got a couple hats out of the deal. But the reality was I was drenched from head to toe with beer and whatever else that people threw at me, it was insane. And I'll tell you this right now is looking back, Brian and Adam did the smart thing by wearing Boston's colors at Boston Stadium because there was some scary moments going on there for sure. Yeah, man. While we're taking a stroll down memory lane, let's 
let's bring it back in focus, man. You said 12 to 14 years. Let's get it right, man. It was 17 years ago now. It was in 2004. We saw the Red Sox play the Yankees at Fenway. Believe it or not, John Kerry showed up to throw the first pitch and was booed out of the stadium because he was a presidential candidate at that point. The DNC was in Boston, and he was a Massachusetts senator who got booed out of Fenway Park. We were at the game. We got to go to batting practice, and Mariano Rivera saw me in a Yankees hat up there trying to snag some you know, home run balls and batting practice. And you know what? He threw me a ball. I never will forget that. It was incredible. Mo saw me up there in a Yankees hat, and he hooked me up with um, with a batting practice ball. Pretty fucking awesome. Thanks to Mo. Thanks to that, man. I was, the only thing that, that makes that memory sad is that the, the Red Sox went on to win the World Series that year. Other than that, it was a perfect memory. Yeah, that was uh, definitely a little sting, uh, especially with the fact that I believe we were that was the year that we were up three nothing um, in the in the series and they came back roaring back and end up uh, winning that series. Uh, unbelievable memories of Yankees and I'm I'm really glad that we're here. We've got a lot of memories of going uh, to Yankee Stadium. My very first memory of going to a Yankees game was uh, in the 80s. I believe it was uh, na- um, 1989. Uh, it could have been 88, and uh, Don Madeline was playing. And he hit a home run. That is all I know. That is all I really remember. I remember this old stadium. I remember people smoking in the uh, stadium or uh, in the stands. A lot of beer. People. It just melt different than it does baseball games now. But the reality is, is that's the moment that I fell in love with being the Yankees. So shout out to my dad for making sure that he passed that love on um, to make sure that we were Yankees fans as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. We went to quite a few Yankees games, and they um, they still make fun of me for for watching the airplanes more than the baseball. But shit, dude, I think I was like two or three years old. I don't know, but I always enjoy going back to Yankee Stadium. And to tell you the truth, I haven't been to the new Yankee Stadium. I've seen it a few times. I've been outside of it, but I haven't seen a game at the new Yankee Stadium, and that really hurts. So I'm hoping that you know, this year or next year, I get a chance to, to change that up because that that stadium is beautiful. Um, I, I love the old Yankee Stadium and I'm ready to spend some time in the house that George built. Yeah, man, I got my first experience uh, six years ago at the new with the new stadium. Um, I don't remember the bar that we went to beforehand, but it was one of the oldest bars um, in the uh, United States. Uh, we had a bunch of beer and then we walked over to the stadium and we continued our drinking um, style. And by the eighth inning, I do remember I had to be peeled off of the benches. I felt amazing. And that was one of the greatest uh, games that I had been at that point. I, can, I don't even remember what the final score is. I do know that we won. Um, but I lived in uh, New Windsor, uh, New York for a number of years. And I had a privilege of watching a number of baseball games. And to me, this is just an exciting opportunity that we have to be able to share our love of Yankees to you guys 100 percent, bro that's what we're all about that's why we do this thing and that's why we're so grateful for everybody for taking the time to join us for the yankee death star we're gonna be back tomorrow to recap the next game against the blue jays thank you so much for joining us we'll see you tomorrow